good morning. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Or, or good, good night. night. <laughs> I cannot wait until Ooh. this squeak. Yeah. Squeak. Hey, everybody, it's me, Steve. And it's me, Cass. And we just got back in my home, actually. Yeah. In Barcelona. And uh, we're super happy. We had an amazing short week in the south of France, but we had a lot of work and uh, now we're back home and yeah, we're going to have a bit of a relaxing day, but first we want to do this podcast to get rid of some stuff we need to talk about. <laughs> so that south of France is quite a beautiful place. Yeah. Let's just not hurry away from that yeah. because you look out and what you think you're looking at initially is kind of this green, green, beautiful mountain. Yeah. And then you see these almost like villages and houses yeah, all yeah. stacked in communities. And yeah. South of France, sometimes I can compare it a little bit to the north of Spain. Even people from Spain and France are now going to say, no way. No, I, but I could see that yeah, from somebody yeah. who doesn't know the ins and no, outs. No. They, it's a very similar vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of that Tuscan, beautiful... Yeah. Well, the south, and that's Italy, but the south of France. <laughs> <laughs> They're all very similar to yeah, yeah, yeah. the blind it's eye. True. But the south of France is very, the Côte d'Azur uh, is like the blue coast or the Azur. What is Azur? I think it's like a blue. Blue. Yeah. So it's seen as like a very chic area yeah. where you have uh, Monaco but and Cannes. That and... south of France doesn't feel anything like Paris. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's yeah. so, so different. So totally. to me, when I look at that movie, like Tuscan Dream or Tuscan Getaway or something, I can't remember what movie it was. That's exactly mm. the type of place I so, picture it. But, you know, something about the beauty that is in every culture, every neighborhood, something I was noticing as we were driving in the bus on the way there, the shuttle from the airport mm -hmm. to this beautiful place. Yeah. So many people were on their phones and forgetting to look up. Yeah. And connect not only with each other, but connect with the world yeah. around you and the beautiful scenery. And you were just walking through that bus. Everybody look to the right. Everybody look to the <laughs> left. Take it all in. Take, take it, it all, all in. in. And it's true. I mean, when you're from France or from north of Spain, you see that. It's like you're driving in a just in your backyard. But of course, if you're from the States or somewhere else and you're there for the first time, Take it in. Stop looking at your phone even when you're walking down the street. Look up. You're missing all the beauty. Yeah. It's true. Even when you're looking at your phone, the body language that it shows to other people reflects that you are insecure, disengaged, mm. not interested. So people, you're not nearly as approachable. People no. don't want to come and talk to you when you're looking at your phone because mm. you're very closed totally. down. Yeah, it's a very yeah, interesting yeah. thing. So and we and I mean we see that. And this is not the subject of the day. We'll let you know what the subject of the day is, but this is just a little chit chat that something that we actually saw and at the end of for example a session or something, everybody went on the phone and we're like, oh yeah. We kind of want to discuss with everybody how amazing Absolutely. it was. Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. kind of they're more interested in sharing yeah. the experience of people who weren't there yeah. rather than making the experience for the people who were there. Yeah. It's it's something as a society that we can really 
improve upon. Yeah, when you go on your phone, it's because you want to listen to a podcast of Cass and Steve. Cass and Steve, welcome you to the fun road. I'm such a bad singer. I am so sorry. (laughs) Anyway, this is what actually happened. And this is what we want to talk about. We talk about setting the temperature or changing the temperature. And we're not talking about a thermostat. Is that correct? Thermostat. That's what I said. Thermostat. (laughs) A thermostat. A thermostat. (laughs) A thermostat. Fifth. So one of our friends can't say faith. And she says, faith. No, no, faith. Faith. And actually, that's that's the that's one of our friends that we want to talk about. We got two colleagues. We kind of gave it away. I hope she's not listening because now she knows it's gonna be about her. We got two colleagues and we're very good friends with one and the other one we're working We're very colleagues. good colleagues with. Yeah, yeah, good colleagues with. And they have a very bad relationship because of things that happened in the past. And I mean, we can't go into details, but you know how it is. You got a friend or somebody at work and they say something bad and you react and then just get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And now they're not talking to each other at all, but we ended all on the same flight. So we were like, oh, we're stuck in between two people, even though one is really a good friend of us. So it is different. But we were looking at... Ah! Oh <laughs> That's edited out. Yeah. We just edited out the name. <laughs> at 5.45. Perfect. So Note taken. <laughs> the reason why we're laughing is I just said the name of my friend and I shouldn't do that. So I'm looking at my friend and I'm saying, you are poisoning yourself yeah. because you're looking at all situations that are actually not really happening now. They happened in the past, but it's not happening now. You're seeing things in a very negative way and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And they're thinking this of me and you don't know that. So without knowing that you're poisoning your own feeling and your yeah. own life with and when that. you when you carry that distaste for somebody where you just look at them and you get that automatic oh i got a bad taste in my mouth it's a real it's it's is your poison what do they say about gossip is that you're drinking poison and expecting for the other person to die no yeah what no, is no, that? no 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 you're giving poison you're thinking you're giving poison to somebody else but you're dying yourself yeah let me look that up yeah so that is when miscommunication becomes no communication which then if you're not talking what you're doing is assuming that you understand the truth and you don't know the truth you don't know the facts You're just seeing something and assuming that you understand fully what's going on. This is where miscommunication really can ruin relationships. So we're we're touching on why does that happen? And if you're in a position like that where you have a relationship with somebody, whether it is a colleague Mm. or a spouse. And I just found the quote. It says, Resentment is like drinking poison 
and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Yeah. But they have it in a different way as well. They have but it, it makes written sense. in a lot yeah. of different ways. You can turn it around. Yeah. You, you're so mad about them that you think you're giving them poison and hoping they will die, but you're dying yourself. Holding resentment is a very heavy thing because there's there are people who can think something bad about me or say something bad about me and I have zero attachment to it. I'm not bothered by it at all because it doesn't add or take away value to my life. And when you resent somebody, you're giving power to them that is only yours. Totally. You are the only person who decides if you are affected or not by somebody. You are the one who is in control of your thoughts. Yeah. And when you start to feel yourself go into that mental loop where you're just in a habit of you see somebody, then all of a sudden that starts spinning in that habit of, yeah. oh, they're thinking yeah. this and I'm doing this and they're thinking this. Yeah. Then you are the only one who is suffering from it because you actually have zero idea what they're yeah. thinking. And forgiving them will probably make them feel like, oh, they're, they're, it's useless. Yeah. Why, why am I doing this? I'm not getting it where I want. Exactly. And we don't always have to think, okay, when I forgive them, it's because I tell them that what you did, it's okay. I've gotten over it. No. When you forgive what people have done wrong in your life, you do it only for yourself. Because many times people want to oh, forgive yeah. and they end up talking to that person. And I they said, you feel like oh, they don't deserve it. No. They do that, like that's a gift you're giving them. I forgive you. They're no, continue, and, sorry. And, and you know what? Yeah. Deep down, they don't deserve it probably, but you end up talking to that person and you say, look, you know what happened a couple of years ago? Mm, I just want to let you know that um, I forgive it. We don't do it in words. Forgiveness is something you feel in your heart. You can't tell them and then go home and still think about it. It's like getting over your ex and people say, oh, I've gotten over them. And then they see or hear something and they still feel that shock in their stomach. Yeah. You're not over it. You're yeah. not over it. And it's the same when, when you forgive. We forgive not with the intention to let them know, look, I let it go. You do it for yourself and they don't forgive it. But the reaction, I am 100% sure if I think about the people that I should forgive, and I walk up to them and say, do you remember what you did a couple of years ago or 10 years ago? I forgive you. They would look at me like, what in the hell are yeah. you talking about? They have no idea. So stop wasting your time with poison in your heart, not forgiving people who don't even care. Yeah, it's so true. You know, I had a friend of mine come up to me and say, you know what? I've been so upset with you. For two years, I've been upset with you. And I said, what? And she was no longer coming to my fitness classes. And she said, I stopped coming to your classes altogether. I didn't want to see you. And I said, well, what did I do? And she said, you were being you. And I couldn't really? see you be so comfortable in front of people and... I, I could not be around you. I was so upset with myself that I couldn't be more relaxed in front of people, more confident in front of people oh, that I couldn't that's even. Sad. Oh, I was, I felt terrible. But that's sad for her. It's sad for her, of course. And then we talked about it for a minute and I tried to give her the, these time, uh, sorry, 
these kind of You're getting emotional <laughs> these kind of tools where when you recognize that you're starting to carry around that resentment, you have to stop it the second it happens because now she's taken all this time just building that anger toward me. Mm. But she knew it was because of what she was not doing. It was a reflection of what she was hoping to do herself. Isn't that just crazy? Yeah. And sometimes I get more mad at people who I feel are achieving more than me. Yeah. And I go, oh, I yeah. don't like you doing that. When I have somebody that I don't really know or I know that they're struggling and they do something, I don't really care. But it, it's it's almost, you get angrier faster at people that you know that they're achieving something because it's called probably jealousy. So you would never be upset if somebody achieved this amazing status in dentistry. Because you, that is yeah, yeah, nothing not that you my, have a passion totally. or an interest in. But if you see someone who's doing what you love and yeah, that you yeah, would love yeah. to do. And they do it much better than me. success, all of a sudden you're upset. It's yeah. natural instinct. Or that person is doing amazing and is more successful than me. Comes up to me, makes a joke that kind of hurts me. Ooh. Yeah. But if it's somebody else, I wouldn't care. Yeah. And that's funny. My dad used to say... When you don't like somebody, there's a quote that says, there's something about that person that I do not like about myself. Uh-huh. Totally true. It is such a true statement. And I did not understand it for a very long time that when I don't like somebody or I don't like what they're doing, I have to stop, take a breather and recognize it for what is what are they doing that I myself I'm not doing why why is this upsetting me? You have to take that ownership. Yeah. You want you a piece just of... got me a pillow and that yeah. just brought so much comfort to my butt. Yeah, it, it's not chairs that you can sit on for a long no, time. You gotta when get you... a little cushion. Yeah, cushion. You want a piece of chocolate? <laughs> I would love a chocolate. chocolate with nuts. What you got? America. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> so we just literally arrived in Barcelona, this beautiful city. I don't know how many times I've been here, but I feel like it's a little piece of home away from home. Just, you just drop chocolate on the floor. Yeah, but it's a five second rule. You can still eat it. You have to first analyze what's on it. When you pick a See, piece of chocolate off the floor, you got to analyze just for a small moment. That's It doesn't look fresh. Yeah, because he put it out in the heat and then put it back in the fridge. No, that's... It tastes know, great. Try it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're going to throw it away, offer me a piece that hasn't fallen on the floor. Is it still good? Yeah, it's still good. I Trust me. It. 100%. Get the full full experience. Mm. There we go. Oh, yeah. Even the caramel is still delicious. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. We hope you got some chocolate as well. I truly love a little something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Just to lighten the mood, lighten yeah. the feeling. I mean, I could feel that real feeling starting to get down from all that talking. And we, we just need a little chocolate to pick yeah. us up. And we're back. Hey, welcome <laughs> back. You know, so, I know a lot of people are listening to us and saying, 
I know exactly what they're talking about because I have that one person in my life that I cannot forgive. Yeah. And I'm thinking, does that person know the impact that you're feeling? Does that person know the pain that you have? And if yes, would they say, ah, I'm happy about them? Well, then you're giving them double pleasure. What if you just forgave people for being themselves? Forgive our downfalls, our weaknesses. And if you know that there is a person in your life who doesn't speak highly of you, forgive them for being human and walk away from it. Don't entertain it. Don't make it more. My husband used to tell me, do not stir the pot. No. When there's something boiling in the pot, don't go in there and mix it up and make it into something that it doesn't need to be. Let it roll off your shoulders like water on a duck's back. That's true. And yeah, it is harder. It's easier said than done. Yeah. But this is what makes you a stronger person. Totally. So why wouldn't you want to put that work into yourself? And on the other hand, you know, I think a lot of people are just waiting for the other person. Yeah. They will show up. I don't want to be the one to say sorry. No, they will show up because they're the one who were, were wrong. Yeah. So they have to come up to me and tell me that they forgive me. And then I have two questions. Tell me. What if it would happen? That With person, those two? Yeah. One shows up. The other person, they will say, okay, but still, no. Ah, oh, I have the power now. They came yeah. up to me and forgave. So they acknowledge that they are wrong. And I will keep that feeling for me, but I still will not talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Option one. Yeah. Option two, they will probably say, what are you talking about? I have yeah. no idea. I had no idea that I did that. Why were you carrying that around for so long? Exactly. So why didn't you come sooner? We could have fixed this. So take initiative. Don't wait for other people to come to you and then abuse that. Because Power, if, they, yeah. Yeah, if they do come to you to forgive, say, you know what? Don't worry about it. Let's get rid of this poison in our heart. Start clean. We don't have to be best friends. But let's just know that we don't have to think about it anymore. And let's start respecting each other. Yeah, more. or ourselves. Let's start respecting ourselves. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, yeah. You deserve more. Mm. And that is something that I remember. My So my dad died of brain cancer. This you know. Yeah. But maybe when you're listening, you might not know that. So my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer. A very aggressive, it's called GBM geoblastoma multiforme or something like that so the uh after my dad was able to sign up for a double blind study at the at the college where they mm -hmm. were testing new drugs for mm -hmm. cancer research and it's a very highly credited and respected school and hospital so they said you can get this drug. We think that it's going to change the way that we treat people with brain cancer because uh -huh. every cancer is different. Yeah, yeah. But they said, you won't know if you're getting it and the doctor won't know if you're receiving it. Yeah. We're doing it's the like placebo, placebo test. Yeah. yeah. So my dad goes in it every day, goes and gets the treatments and goes on through this, does chemotherapy, radiation, and a third drug that I cannot think of right now. And they were testing it, Avastin. 
That's what it was, Avastin. And he does the whole study. And they said, if you are part of the study and you end up having the placebo, but your cancer comes back, we will treat you for free. But the tricky thing is, that was the situation with my dad. His cancer came back, but that specific cancer is so aggressive that it's almost like, hey, take a chance. You might get it. You might not. But yeah, yeah. if you don't get it and it comes back, it's kind of like you're screwed. Yeah. So anyway, about a year and a half after he does die, because he did get the drug, but it was too late. And this is life. And I don't blame anybody. I know the doctors were doing their best. Mm. And for me, it's not worth holding any resentment on something I cannot change. About a year and a half later, there was an article in the newspaper that my brother read. And they are now, a, that a drug is approved. It saves people's yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. People with that type of very aggressive cancer are now living. And there was a thread in texts that people were like, I can't believe, you know, dad didn't get that. Why didn't dad get that? And I felt that it was spiraling a little for me. And I knew that that was not a healthy path to go down. I cannot change what happened in this situation. I'm not making light of it. I don't think that I'm living with rose colored glasses, but I'm also not giving power to a problem that I cannot change. Mm -hmm. I cannot change if he had cancer, if he was treated correctly. I have no idea. I don't know. I cannot change that he was part of the study. I cannot change the timing of that drug. What I can change is my thoughts and my actions. And for me, I know my dad and my dad would have been proud to have been part of a study that now has a drug that is changing people's lives. I'm proud to be a part of that. And now what was once a death sentence now is able to save people's lives. There's mm. no point for me to carry that on. No, it's true. You will become ugly with hatred. Yeah. If you put it in a very simple example, I mean, I don't want to downgrade the story, but I'm thinking about examples that people have in daily life. Something is going wrong. I mean, okay, it's a very, very stupid traffic jam. Oh, yeah. You get stuck in a traffic jam. You can't get out. So you only have two options. Traffic jam being grumpy. Traffic jam being happy. happy. I mean, so you can only choose that. Yeah. Why do those people are the choose? Two yeah. 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 But I'm going to lose this. Or even, for example, I forgot my phone last week in the taxi. Yeah. I come <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah. I come yeah. home. I go, my phone, John freaks out. My God, your phone, your phone. I'm like, it's well. It's so expensive. Yeah. And I said, okay, listen to me. I got two options. Lost my phone and now I can feel that for weeks. Yep. Or I lost my phone. This is it. I got to be careful for the next time, of course. But I got to let it go. I mean, I'm not going to pay double, meaning losing a phone and then two more weeks of grumpiness. Yeah. Lost my phone is worse enough you or bad enough. Solution based. Yeah. And so, in that traffic jam, when I'm in a traffic jam, traffic doesn't bother me so much because I, someone told me, me never get bothered. Oh, that is such a lie. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> a lie. 
and almost comical. Lies and Manelli <laughs> lies. No, I said it in a way because I know it does. I know for yeah. sure. So when you're, you cannot, you cannot change three things, traffic, weather, and other people. The second I started traveling for work, I started to let go of traffic problems, weather problems, and other people. Because all the time we are stuck in different uncontrollable situations. Mm. The second you realize I have no control over the situation, I only have control over me. So if we're in a traffic jam together, I say, Steve, be upset for a minute. Let's feel it. Yeah. And now let's blast the music. Mm. And now let's completely change. Let's make it fun. This so journey, we may as well. You and I, we once were in a car. And we're going on the highway and all of a sudden the highway splits in an expressway or the regular <laughs> way. And we go, oh my God, oh my God. And we end up on the expressway, but we didn't pay for it. So we know we're going to get a ticket. And I have gotten so many tickets. Yeah. So we're driving on that way and we see the cameras just in front of us and we cannot get out of it. And we say, okay, we're going to get a ticket. We're going to get flashed. How do and you like, call oh it? my gosh, we're going to get a ticket. Yeah. Okay. So what do we do? Oh my God. They're going to take a picture other. and we look at each other. Smile. smile. <laughs> and we just smile and look at the camera. Click. And we got flashed and we said, perfect. Oh, and we, we laughed, laughed and for laughed and laughed. a half an hour. And I said, that was worth the $20 or a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out later what the ticket <laughs> yeah. was. But, but the, the ticket. It could have been a hundred dollars. And a, a half an hour of grumpiness or a hundred dollars. And we laughed, yeah. laughed, laughed. Yeah. And you have to find ways to let go of the situations that are out of control. Yeah. We have so much more fun now laughing at the problems that would normally make people so upset. Yeah, true. Just find humor in it. I mean, totally. what is your other option? What is the biggest, biggest forgiveness that you've done in your life? Sorry, did I kill the no, mood all of a sudden? No, it's a great... There actually was a terrible rumor about me that I had slept with somebody. For me, I have been with one person my as, as an adult. That's the way that I grew up. It's very much in my nature and my culture and everything. And I'm married, happily married. And someone said, oh, yeah. That girl, you know, yeah. I saw her and she slept with that person. And I was like, what? So for me, I had to, I would have spent so long trying to chase every single person that I thought believed oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or even if people did believe it, yeah. what I had to do was completely say, I forgive people for doubting me. I forgive people for... Yeah. If if they if they do believe it, I forgive them for it and because I know I have believed rumors before. And that's yeah. all it is. People don't like where I was getting in my company. So yeah. they said, oh, she must have slept her way to the top. But uh, you know what? And this is something really strange because everybody says that I'm wrong on this. I always say people are not stupid. You're absolutely say, right. Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah, they're stupid to talk about it. But I believe that people deep down know the truth. It's probably a rumor because they don't talk about that. But in their hearts, deep down, 
they know it is a rumor, but they just love to go into that story. That entertainment. Because, yeah, because that successful person all of the sudden becomes less successful. So it's not a threat for them. Yeah, and that it, successful person yeah. all of a sudden becomes less good. Yeah. Less and I believe I believe that if people started that rumor, that 90% of the people went in it and said, oh, yeah. Oh really? Oh my God! I can't believe it. And deep down, realize, man. I doubt that would happen. Yeah, it's probably your rumor. I mean, even when I told my husband about it, he goes, "Well, if it means anything to you, I don't believe it." <laughs> and I was like, "That's." that's true. I mean, that's my man. If I, if my husband doesn't even skip a beat and not one seed of doubt, I know yeah. that I'm. I'm pretty much represented myself. Yeah. So that for me, that was the first time, first off, I'm a very small town girl. All of a sudden I started working for a, a big global company. That was the first time that I felt my character, who I was, was doubted. And I learned very quick and I moved on and I, I was able to get over it fast. Yeah. And I think I told you and you were like, oh, yeah, the same rumor was about me. I think the same rumor is about everybody. Rumors just fly. Totally. People love rumors. What about you? Mm, probably my parents for not raising me in a warm, loving family. And, and a healthier environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for, of course... Maybe people don't know, and I'll talk about it in another podcast as well. But my mom actually committed suicide. So that is something that you really get angry about. Why? Why? And you? And why? And why? And so it's something very, very deep. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I never, never had a bad feeling about it. Maybe very short and I forgave her for that and I forgave her for abandoning her family yeah but I can understand the reason why and I forgave that and now I can I cannot say I see good things in it but I see the the positive turn it took for me and my sister and everybody so I mean I don't want to end on that no 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 but but that is that is the lesson of life. I think life does not play favorites. No. It doesn't say, you know what? You're such a good boy, though. I'm I'm going to wipe away these problems, and I'm going to change the situation. Mm. Life happens to everybody. Yeah. And bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. But what it does is it teaches us who we are and forces us to either grow or crumble yeah. and die. Yeah. And you learn a lot about yourself when you have those oh, yeah. hardships. And you have to be the one to make the decision yeah. of what what you allow in your life. And you do not... I think that we both are very conscious of not carrying a victim mentality. Yeah, no. We will not be victims of life, of people, of situations. You have to take action. With that, we always go back to, with that, it takes confidence. Totally. Confidence that 
not even confidence in the outcome, but confidence knowing that if you take steps, you will be taken into a different direction. Confidence that if I start to treat people more kindly, if I start to forgive people for being human, mm. which is what it was with your mom. Yeah. And it was a different time as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was not totally. talk about mental was, health. No, and there was no speaking help. Speaking up. And, no, no. And the more you cannot be a victim, but that you can be the driver, the hero of your life, mm. the faster you will be living the life that every morning you wake up and you're like, yeah, yeah. this is the life that I want to be living. So what I would suggest to everybody, simple, forgive and move on because forgive not for them, but for you. Don't wait for them to come to you. Absolutely. Set the temperature and go do it yourself. There are so many tools on physical health. Yeah. You go to the gym, you know that going to the gym will help you get physical results. You have to start saying, I know that forgiving that person will give me emotional results, will give me mental strength results. Those are the tools that are far more benefit than having far more beneficial than having better biceps. Totally. Right? Yeah. I mean, have a sexier brain image than physical image. Yeah. Spice up that brain. That's right. Spice it up. Bring the flavor back to your brain. Get sexy <laughs> what, in that what, brain. What would be your tip that you can give to people if we talk about setting temperature, forgive it, forgiveness? If you you have to realize that with a few exceptions, everything that you are carrying, resentment, sadness, or happiness, or joy is what you have allowed in your life. So if you are carrying a problem that you need to forgive somebody, you have to understand that that is completely your choice. Uh -huh. That was a feeling that you chose to accept and it, you can take that ownership back and get in control of your thoughts before your thoughts control you. And you might not want to recognize it now, And you might want to say, no, they deserve for me to feel this way about them, but they just don't care enough. You're the one who is the one who is holding it and suffering. So, and life is way too short. Have fun. I talk on, on granular. That note, yeah. Give me a little tip. Yeah. I'll give you a little tip. My tip is a long tip. <laughs> like that. Like a nose. My, it's like my nose. It's like a Pinocchio nose. <laughs> no, my tip not. is a long tip. Okay, everybody. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe for it. Subscribe for our newsletter online for The Fun Road. You go to thefunroad.com or... castandsteve.com on the website. You find information about our live events. We talk in such quick little... 30 minute podcast, but we have trainings where we go into detail with tools that will get you to where you want to be. Exactly. That is castandsteve.com. We're so grateful for you, for tuning in, for spreading the word, for subscribing to the podcast and our newsletter. We appreciate yeah. you. And we hope to meet you one day. Come to one of our trainings, find out the trainings near you online, and we'll see you there. All right. Goodbye now. Bye.
Ba. Ba na. Ba. 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 Bye. Bye. Leave. Bye. Cast the scene.